Hey, hey, what is up, everyone? This is Ette with another episode of Eco Law and Science. Today's content and the discussion will be based on a question that we just got from a potential client. Um, so, someone who's not a current client of my service company, but they've been looking in and they had questions. And, and that's some of my favorite ways to get these, these topics because I'm trying to make something helpful for everyone. So, the question was they were asking really about mowing and about um, mulching and what kind of mower do I get and, and how often should I mow and how high should I mow and and all these things and I know this is this is like a basic topic but th- there's some science to it and also as basic as it is lo- I mean lawn mowing um, it's often done wrong um, in a lot of ways and you see it all the time um, and so hopefully Today we'll, we'll dig into a little bit of that and, and talk about you know what what are some of the ideal practices for having a healthy lawn. So as you know, mowing is is a crucial part of having a great lawn and a great great lawn care and health. And in my episode expectations, I talk about the triangle. There's three corners that all work together. Um, the first one is mowing. The second one is feeding and fertilization. The third one is irrigation. The three main components. And so today we'll talk a little bit about. And so I do talk about this in that as well. But this one is specifically for um, the mowing side. When you come to mowing, um, yeah, I mean, you see every every guy or girl when they're 12 or 13 or 14. You know, it's one of the, always one of the first jobs you have is you go out, you mow the grass, and then. Your neighbor says, hey, come mow mine. I'll give you 25 bucks, and you do that one. And next thing you know, you're mowing four lawns a week. And a lot of people have that story. And some follow it, and they build out huge businesses. And some, it's just a good little summer job um, to make a few bucks to go have some fun in the summer. Um, so, again, it's kind of a basic thing. It's kind of something that everyone does, but we don't ever talk about it. And, and when you Google it, there's so many different opinions and thoughts on mowing. I mean, it's obviously an entire huge industry, uh, billions of dollar industry in, in America, Everything from you know high tech robots to down to you know young kids, teenagers out to make a buck, and everything in between. Um, and so let's talk about a little bit about some some good and some bad practices. So the first thing I really want to push on is the length. I think one of the the key ingredients to having that healthy healthy lawn is is truly the length. Um, often people mow very very short, like golf course short, like a putting green, and. The problem is that works, you know, in putting greens, they use a specific type of grass and they have a, an, an insane amount of maintenance and a full full staff maintaining it because to have that short grass, there's a lot of – you have to maintain it a whole different way. And so that doesn't usually work in a homeowner situation. Um, and the, what can often happen is what they call scalping. So let's say you're mowing. And maybe there's a little bit of a drop off or a little bit of a slope somewhere. And so because of the unevenness of the ground and how low you have your blade set, you can literally hit an area where you almost hit the dirt and you just really scalp it and you just damage it. And you'll know because that that area will be yellowish for for a bit. It'll be stressed because when you scalp that lawn, you're causing a lot of stress. And, and you're and it's really um, negative effects long term on the on the grass. It can grow back and it usually does, but um, it, 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 you pay a price for it. And so a lot of people like to mow very low and either the way they, the way it looks or just then they don't have to mow it again. But the truth is, uh, the higher the grass, um, and I don't mean a foot long, but when you get to that three three and a half inch mark, there's a lot of benefits of it. And so I recommend going there. I recommend, you know, anywhere from three to four inches, four being on the high side, three and a half is awesome. I mean, first of all, I love the way it looks. You get a little more, you get to see more of the grass. It's a little more of a natural feel, um, but it's not tall, so tall that it's like bending over and it looks unkept. You can, you can maintain a three and a half inch lawn 
that looks good, but you do, you do, you have to maintain it. Some of the benefits of having that three and a half plus inch lawn um, are these. Um, you get, it helps with, it actually, believe it or not, it helps with weed reduction. It helps with crabgrass reduction. It helps with less insect issues. Um, and the reason for those are when you have taller grass, like three and a half inches, it actually provides a little bit of shade for the soil. And below the soil in the, in the seed bank is where weed seeds are sitting, waiting for that perfect opportunity to emerge and to, to, to come up. And when you have, and so, and a lot of what inspires that is heat. It makes a lot of heat below the surface, a lot of soil temperature. The hotter it gets, that's when your crab grasses start to really want to germinate. Um, and these seeds just go, all right, it's go time. You know, they're just getting excited. Um, and so when you have that grass, it actually provide, provides a little bit of shade for the soil, therefore cooling it down just a little bit. And in some cases, it makes a difference between a ton of weeds and just a little bit. So that's one benefit. And so that's for weeds and crabgrass. So another thing is um, for insects, because when you have, when you allow your grass to grow up a little taller, it can actually flourish a little bit and it's going to have a healthier root mass below. And so when you have that healthier root mass, um, you're going to have less insect fungal issues because there's going to be more biodiversity in the soil. There's going to be more um, living organisms and things working well. So when those negative or damaging insects or fungi come in, um, you have the beneficials to offset it. So just right there, those are some great reasons. You'll obviously save in costs and you'll save in environmental impact because you won't have to use that grub X um, or you may not have to use it as much, right? Or you may not have to use as much weed control. So just a lot of great reasons. And again, one of the ones that have kind of it's just that, that shade that it provides and so as you get into those hot drought seasons july august and it's just hot and dry and it's and 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 you know soil temperatures are really starting to pay a price and warm up um, which can often lead to browning out and drought spots that higher grass can again shade it and help to cool it down um to cool down the temperatures of your soil so so good benefits there so what, what the, one of the best recommendations that I like and I've seen is they call it the one-third rule. That means basically don't ever mow off uh, over a third at a time because if you're mowing consistently and regularly um, and just a little bit at a time, you can actually let that drop back into the soil and recycle and you're utilizing – already existing fertilizer, natural nutrients that are in that grass. But if you, let's say you have a four inch lawn and you say, I'm going to cut it down to two. Well, that's two inches. You can't do that because if you were to, to cut two inches and leave it there and not bag it, um, actually that's too much. That, that'll turn into thatch and, and build up and it'll be too much grass and that will, will become a problem. It'll be a breeding ground for insects as opposed to a beneficial uh, fertilizer or, or help assistant to, the, to what's happening. So you want to cut regularly and and about one third you don't want to cut off more than a third sometimes you have to you know you go away for two weeks you come back and it's a disaster okay you grew two inches you're cutting off three inches you're, you're going to want to bag it at that point but again you're losing all those valuable nutrients so the, the best thing is to mow often frequently and less than and do the one third rule so cut off a third of the blade um, at the time and just let it keep growing another thought on that is if you picture so picture your grass picture a four inch tall blade and Sometimes in the summer you're looking at it and the tops are green and lush and then you look but you can see below it's a little yellowish. What's happening is that top is the greenest part and all the energy is going up there. And so when you cut that off or cut that off in thirds, um, 
you're actually helping to get rid of the yellow because what's going to help is some of that – it's going to allow to use some of that energy and that storage down to the lower part of that blade, the first inch, the first inch and a half, and start greening that up as well. Um, where like if you use a nitrogen fertilizer, it's really going to go to that top part. And so um, you can actually really help the color and the overall balance of your lawn by doing that. Um, one of the biggest things, make sure your blades are sharp. People don't pay attention to this. They change their blades every three years. Um, you're going to start ripping the the, the the ripping the roots, the, not the roots, ripping the tops of the grass blades, and you'll see it. If you look closely, pull some grass out, you'll see how jagged and rough it looks, and that can cause issues and stress as well. I mean, picture picture going to get a haircut, you know, and they're using just just scissors that are like five years old, and instead of just a nice cut, clean cut, and it dropping off, it's jagging and it's pulling, it's ripping your hair, right? It doesn't feel good, and that's kind of what's happening to your grass, the soil. You're just you're disrupting it. Keep your blades. Um, sharp. The last important thing is, is keep the blades clean. People do not clean their blades often. What happens is, let's say you run over a pathogen or some type of fungus and you go to your neighbors and you're cutting your neighbors. Or let's say it's in your front yard and then you go to backyard and then a month later you see spots everywhere. Well, a lot of times these can attach themselves to your blades. They Think about it. Think under the mower for a second. It goes over, you know, it cuts the grass and it spins around up top and kind of hits some things um, and then it shoots out. And in that, you could be spreading those spores. You could be spreading uh, fungus to other parts of your lawn. So just make sure that you just, you know, you regularly are cleaning them and so that you don't spread anything that, that's bad. Especially if you see something that looks like maybe a fungal issue in the front yard, don't spread that to the back. So anyway, those are just a few basic tips. Oh, the last one is on mulching. And I kind of already have said it, but that was the initial question is make sure when you mulch um, to have sharp blades and make sure – get a mower that can – there's different types of mowers. Get one that really – if you're going to mulch and recycle, get one that can really mulch well. Find the one with the best ability to mulch. And again, if you do this and you follow the one-third rule, you shouldn't run into too many problems further down the line. If you're cutting off two inches at a time and you're leaving it and it's going to fall on the soil, it's going to create an issue. So – if you're going to not bag, you have to cut regularly, and I don't. That's going to mean something different for everyone. Sometimes, like in Utah, I go. That's that's actually every four days. Because if I go a week in the spring, if I go a week because of the rain in the spring, my grass is like two inches taller. I mean, it gets it gets way high. So you're gonna have to cut every four days. But again, your the advantages are you're recycling nutrients, and so you're saving time and work and even money as far as the bagging and your time. Um, but you are out there more often. So it, it's whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, if you are going to mulch, just do it right. And the same thing goes for leaf mulching. I've talked about this in episode four. If you're saying, I want to utilize the nutrients in these leaves, you better have a great mower that can really grind things up and shoot it out. But don't let it shoot out too thick of a layer or it will suffocate and kill off the roots of the grass. A little bit, a little bit at a time is awesome. And that's why I like the the robot mowers, what they're doing, because they're cutting every day. They're going, they're always running around the property, cut a tiny bit at a time so that can easily be recycled without causing future thatch buildup, future insect problems, etc. Anyway, hope this helps. Have a great day. See ya.